Sarah here, and welcome back. This week, we dive into Women's History Month and discuss some of the societal pressures women face from a critical perspective, including sexual violence, objectification, and body image. These episode topics may be triggering to some, and listener discretion is advised. Listeners, Kathy? Yes, Sarah? This is the final rose. Okay. Whenever you're ready. I just want to say that all of you guys have been great, and thank you for coming back to another episode of We've We've Made a Mistake. And this rose, this beautiful rose, could go to any one of you, but this one... This one goes to me. Welcome back, everyone, to We Made a Mistake. Kathy. Yes. That was beautiful. Thank you. I can't, I can't even stress enough. I think I enjoyed that performance more than any episode bachelor franchise of all time. I just really felt, I really felt the character mm-hmm. just always tell. being chased down by admirers. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it was, yeah. It just hit surrounded home. with surrounded. flowers all the time. Shirtless men just constantly throwing, throwing themselves at me, at throwing their throwing selves their at me, and that's what throwing shirt. their bodies at me. <laughs> Speaking of men throwing stuff. <laughs> Um, just to give you a little bit of insight as mm-hmm. to what this episode is going to be about, it's Women's History Month. Ooh, ooh, bow, 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 and bow, bow. Ooh, bow, bow. <laughs> um, I just wanted to give our listeners uh, some of our episode title ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just you know dive right in here. Men are from hell. Women are from Venus. Classic spin on a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Shattering the glass ceiling, stabbed with the shards, a saga. Beautiful. Deep. Deep. A little intense. Intense, but still rolls off the tongue. Okay. So good. Thank you. That was good. I worked really mm-hmm. hard on that. I was proud of that. <laughs> um, then we always have the infamous body positive titty, titty. society's objectification of women. Nice. Strong. I really love the posi- positive titty. Yaddy 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 I march everywhere. Currently I go. marching right now. Yes. Well, I can't. You march will never the- see me walk. <laughs> I will always be marching. I can't really march in the chair that That's I'm true. in because it's you, weeks. you guys. I wish you could have a visual of me right now. I'm like fixed in like an awkward position because if I move, this is what the chair does. <laughs> it's like I'm in a rocking chair, but it's it's immobile. <laughs> um. Anyway, before getting into it. We just want to preface that, of course, we'll definitely be touching on things. <laughs> the chair. Sorry. We'll definitely be touching on things that celebrate and honor women. But 
we're also going to discuss topics that shine a spotlight on the critical ways women are treated by the whole of society. And we acknowledge that some of these topics could be triggering to listeners. Um, there may even be moments in which we admittedly come off a bit strong. Yes. <laughs> but given the subject matter, um, I do think it's almost required of us to take a hard stance. Um, and this is just how we choose to bring awareness to the experiences that plague women in order to change the conversations and the culture around areas like body image and objectification and sexual harassment and assault. Yes, and to emphasize this, we usually film every Sunday night. This is actually Monday night. So this mm -hmm. is our second attempt to record yes. this episode uh -huh. just because we started filming or recording and we knew we were getting a little too heated to the point where it was almost midnight and we were screaming in our mics. Yeah. We decided it was best to take a night, you mm -hmm. know, to just recharge, maybe not step away from the wine. <laughs> and it Not step away from the wine. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> step, step, step. step. Sorry, March. wine. Not, March. Not right March away from March the wine. March away from the wine. Um, and it probably was not a good idea <laughs> to watch Promising Young Woman and then record. Yeah. So it's Carrie Mulligan's perfect acting's performance fault. Okay. Yes. yes. I, I'm okay with that. But I do have to say within the past 48 hours, I have watched it three times and one of them was with you. Yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So I, I got to Kathy's last night at what, like six? And I didn't leave <laughs> until 11 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we damn near, we, we recorded for like, I want to say at least 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And then we realized, like, we can't use any of this material. Because it was just us being like, fuck this, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you got to do that. You just got to take a step back, take a breather, reevaluate. And we're know. aware of what we did. So growth. Yes. Something that we're always trying to mm -hmm. emphasize. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to admit that sometimes. Yeah. Our emotions get the best of us and I'm glad that we realized uh, the approach that we were taking wasn't the best. Yes. Maybe a little alienating. Yeah. yeah not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so I think I feel a lot better about yes. that, I have to say. Okay. Um, back to Promising Woman, though. Mm -hmm. All right. So initially, I was terrified to watch this movie because with all the stories that have been circulating in the media, I just really have some bitter feelings towards – Men in general, a little bit, to be honest, <laughs> but mostly men who perpetuate violence against women and like the whole of society. Mm -hmm. And although, yes, this movie will make your blood boil and your skin crawl, its mes message is very clear. Yes. Like it's blunt. It's shocking at times. Like I, I still couldn't believe the ending. Of course, mm -hmm. we're not going to give anything away, but yeah. you, you just have to see it. Um, but if you guys want to discuss Feel free to DM us because we will we we have we have we, our, have, we have thoughts we have emotions yes. <laughs> that we do, um, and I have to say even though it was like a thriller type movie, mm -hmm. I I do really appreciate the message behind it. Like it's it's very honest about the experience of those 
who have survived sexual assault Mm -hmm. and the consequence when abusers aren't held accountable and brought to justice. Like it was very raw. (laughs) It really was. Cause it also shined like promising young woman, like Carrie Mulligan's character. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Mm -hmm. just like her, like she was going through stuff too. So even though she was considered the protagonist Uh of the movie, she Uh definitely had antics where you're just like, okay, girl, yeah, let's think about this. Uh Um, So I don't know. It just, it was very real. And that's what we like. We (laughs) like them reels. (laughs) (laughs) And I like the movies that like people almost get offended too, because it's in your face. Like you, you have- I don't like the happy endings for the most part. Like ever? Well, no. Like, <laughs> sometimes, but in like lesson movies or revenge movies. Like yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. like. I I feel like I've had enough of like the perfect fairy tale, so mm-hmm. I kind of like the weird, quirky ones. <laughs> you want like real life shit? Yeah, yeah. I want to walk out of the theater and just be like, yeah, that that's realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, another um, hot topic Mm -hmm. in the media this week, J-Lo and A-Rod broke up. There's rumors that they're back together now. Mm -hmm. Not really too sure what's going on. But basically the rumors were circulating that they were broken up amidst A-Rod's cheating allegations. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, even if they're staying together, working through things, I do want to communicate that J-Lo is a bad bitch and don't need no man. But I also understand people need to take their own path and do what makes them happy. Like, God knows I have been through, like, every red flag and still was like, no. I Everyone goes through I it. I think he's good deep, deep, deep down. <laughs> I can change him. I can change it. Right. Like I So what if he calls me a bitch every three seconds? It's fine. <laughs> oh god. And not to say that that is JLo's experience. Yeah. Like I like to think that we do not know Arod, we admit mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the issue I have with with everything though is how this woman is being dragged through the mud, mm-hmm. mostly on social media. But I've seen people calling her J Ho or pointing out how many times she's been married. Or now criticizing her for staying in the relationship. There's like no win. There's no win. Exactly. Or even before any of this, people were calling her out for having cosmetic work done or like Botox. And so what if she did? Yeah. What's the point? Like what we have a say over our own bodies, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So like if someone feels more confident by undergoing some type of plastic or cosmetic procedure Mm -hmm. like more power to them like if they have the means of doing that and it's going to help broaden their sense of self their sense of uh, like self-esteem like i'm all for it you know same um but she did go on record and there's evidence saying that her butt is real so everyone (laughs) calm down if it was fake it could be fake and she could live up to that but no it's real yes i watched that oprah episode (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I did have to think, like, why do people do this in our society? Like, instead of publicly shaming a woman who, yeah, she's a celebrity, but people forget that celebrities have feelings, too, and they're, like, human just like we are. Why don't we instead, like, uplift her and celebrate her? Because she's accomplished so much in her life. Like, and, oh, my God, like... uh, 
the way that she looks at 50, like, I, I'm sorry. I know this is like a stereotype in society, but she is, she looks phenomenal. Yeah. Like, my amazing. God. Like, Jennifer Aniston, too. Like, all of oh. them. So pret. So pret. So pret. Even Jennifer Garner. Oh, all the yeah. Jennifers. They, know. They, Good job, Jennifers. What's their secret? I know. Jenny from the blog and everywhere else. Uh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it, just, it, like, pisses me off, though, because – if the allegations about A-Rod are true, why aren't we holding men to that same standard? Like we do, we, we like interrogate J-Lo mm-hmm. just for existing basically. Yeah. But like when, you know, allegations come out of like a cheating scandal or like just something inappropriate, like mm-hmm. con- conduct that should not happen, you know, when you're in a relationship, yeah. right? Why don't we make him answer to those questions like we do with women? I know. We give them like the the fucking thing. It's always like the background. I feel like when they describe celebrities, sometimes just like you said, they'll talk about J-Lo and they'll automatically be like, she's a really nice body, really nice butt. And they'll be like with A-Rod, oh, he's a great baseball player. What's that? Is that a sport? Yeah. Is is he a great, um, he's a great baseball player. He did this, that versus like. And I I know we did that though. I know know we talked about her ass. I know. And I am going to say something real fast, but I am still like when I'm still in shock of this story because J-Lo, like we said. Mm-hmm. Body yada 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 <laughs> uh, accomplished a lot. Yes, this just confirms that guys cheat. Cheating is very diverse, and it does not discriminate. It so doesn't. we're all gonna get cheated on, guys. I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, there are good men out there. This is probably the only time yes. in the episode I'll say this. There are a one. A1 sauce. Prime. Prime. Prime piece. rib. Prime rib. <laughs> uh, yeah. Filet mignon men <laughs> out there that are great. Medium rare. Medium rare. A little tender inside. A little crispy out. We could keep going. I know. Um, gogi beef. <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, but we know that there's men, like great, decent, phenomenal men out there, obviously. But we just want to talk and this is our episode. We just want to bash. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but, you know, one thing I will say is even if you're a good guy um, and you haven't committed like atrocious acts against women um, or even even something a little more innocent, you know, and just like spoken ill about a woman, like it really doesn't matter to me. Um, I feel like you could still participate in the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. even if you're not and you, you don't like actively harm women, like you can still have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. You can still call someone out if you see it, all of that. Exactly. Um, which brings me to another thing that happened this weekend. Okay. So on Saturday, my friend and I went to grab some dinner. Mm-hmm. And to avoid paying for parking, we found a spot just like a couple blocks down, mm-hmm. save some money, mm-hmm. maybe for a drink, you know, yeah. priorities. Um, <laughs> anyway, there was no lights in the area. So it was like pitch dark. And even though we didn't say it, we both acknowledged, like, this is a little uneasy. Yeah. And the fact that we automatically had our guard up makes me so mad. Again, this is just a side note. For the most part, a guy, when he's out, mm-hmm. he can be running without a shirt, mm-hmm. his AirPods on full blast. Yeah. And the only major thing he has to worry about for the night is getting run over by a car. So, Which is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> which is still a big deal. <laughs> he has to- <laughs> 
<laughs> he has to worry about getting run over, whereas we have to worry about being catcalled. And run over. <laughs> and run over. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we have more stuff. We have more that we have to deal with. <laughs> but no, I don't know a single woman who doesn't like listen to her AirPods. On, like, I have, have one out. outside. Yeah. yeah or the one, one out. Thing. Um, and I have like my, I have my like fanny pack and I have like just pepper spray, pepper spray, Mm -hmm. um, like my sanitizer, (laughs) (laughs) my Glock and my Rari. (laughs) Um, but anyways, so me and my friend were walking and then we get stopped by this, these two guys in a van, Mm -hmm. they're parked and then they like, we're in mid conversation at this point. And they're just, they go, Hey, Hey, grab our attention and then go, you girls look great. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> me and my friend just said, thank you. And I usually don't take it super seriously, but this time I think just with everything going on, yeah. it really messed with my head. Mm-hmm. First off, you interrupted my conversation. Right. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Second of all, like why? Yeah. I think if you read the, the room, like it was dark. Mm-hmm. We obviously did not want to talk. We wanted to get to our destination. I just yeah. feel like they weren't self-aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, that just annoyed me. And then what's the main goal of a cat call? Like, mm-hmm. is it to have a relationship? Even a one night no. stand, it's never spurred from, hey, beautiful. Yeah, like, I don't true. think it's ever gone that far. So I, that's why I just feel like they're just not giving you a free handout compliment. Yeah. They want a response. They're fishing. Yeah. They will put yeah. bait on a hook and throw it out. And if they don't get what they want, they can possibly bitch. And I know you have a story. Yeah. No, I've, I've been in a situation before where it was like the middle of day, Yeah, you, you know, like it was light out, you know, there's people around and I was like walking or slash running. I don't know. <laughs> it, marching. You were more marching. like, I was marching. Yes. <laughs> um, and I had like my AirPods in like workout clothes, obviously like, mm-hmm. and, uh, this guy's like, Hey, Hey. And I'm like, not, I, I'm just like keeping my eyes forward. Right. And then he's like, Hey, I'm talking to you. You're beautiful. And then I just kept marching my way forward. Yeah. And then he was like, fuck you then. And that just goes to show, like, I don't believe in, in contexts like that, Mm -hmm. where a guy is like calling you out on the street, like from across the street. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't, I don't believe that that's a situation mm-hmm. of like a free compliment. And I'm not saying I don't want compliments yeah. during like right time or place. Like if I had a significant other, yes, yeah. I want them to call me yes. beautiful. Yes. If I like, if I'm purposely dressed for an occasion and I do everything that I want mm-hmm. to look cute yeah. and a friend says, Hey, you look beautiful. Yeah. Totally take it. Compliment mm-hmm. my dress, do all that. Yeah. Um, but these were moments where obviously it's not welcomed. Yeah. So exactly. a cat. Like I have my, my ear. I have something in my ears for yeah. crying out loud. Like I feel like people don't even pick up on like basic body language mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. <laughs> Men mainly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like in situations like that, the compliments aren't genuine. Mm-hmm. And there's always a hidden agenda usually, you know, again, we did what we needed to do. Like we were too scared to say anything other than thank you just because of your experience Mm -hmm. or it was a dark place. We didn't want to, you never know how they're Yeah. So you do all the cues. Like you make sure you tell your friend where you're at and all of that, which leads us to a really unfortunate story. Yeah. So, um, Sarah Everard, she was 33 lived in London and she disappeared on March 3rd after walking home from a friend's house. Mm -hmm. She left her friends at about nine o'clock. 
And she did everything right. She wore bright clothing. She took a route that was highly populated, well lit. She called her boyfriend during the walk, but she never made it home. And this prompted her boyfriend to report her missing the next day. Mm -hmm. And as the investigation escalated, the police began like putting out a PSA warning woman to be careful when out alone. Oh, that like, makes me so annoying. It makes me angry because it's like, what the fuck? Like, how about warning men to keep to themselves? Yeah, that's like when you were young and you're like, my mom would be like, okay, well, maybe you shouldn't wear that because we're going to a place where there could be like right. Uncle Tom or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, why not, why not talk to your sons about the way they like undress women with their eyes? Yeah. And like, it's just, anyway. Um, basically, that, that like... PSA from the police mm -hmm. just felt very like victim blamey yeah. to me. Like it's not the women who should be held accountable for mm -hmm. like changing their actions here. You yeah. know, it just felt ignorant. Um, but Sarah's body was found a week later and a police officer who, you know, is responsible for serving and protecting the public was charged with her murder. He murdered her. Um, and I don't think we know all of the details yet. Um, but as you can imagine, like this is already triggering because even when the world is shut down, we can't even feel safe walking. Yeah. One of the few things we actually have the freedom to do. I need my walking. I need my walk. <laughs> uh, and it's like women have just been bearing their souls and sharing their experiences of being mm -hmm. followed on social media, um, how they get harassed on the daily, catcalled, assaulted, indecently exposed to. And this points out to an even larger issue, like the exhausting lengths women go to as to not, quote, attract the wrong kind of attention when the issue lies in keeping men accountable for their actions. Like even, even if Sarah hadn't done everything right, she still would not be responsible for her abduction and murder. Mm -hmm. And it's just frustrating when men do terrible things. We're constantly reminded of the separation of the act from the person who committed it. Exactly. Like um, Jackson Katz, he's an educator and an author. And he held a TED talk. It was called Violence Against Women. It's a men's issue. And the following is an excerpt from that. We talk about how many women were raped last year, not about how many men raped women. You can see how the use of this passive voice has a political effect. It shifts the focus off men and boys and onto girls and women. Even the term violence against women is problematic. It's a passive construction. There's no active agent in the sentence. It's a bad thing that happens to women. But when you look at that term violence against women, nobody is doing it to them. It just happens. Men's, men aren't even a part of it. Um, so this is just a perfect example of how words are weaponizing because like the fact that society uh, frames events like this it affects us on a deeply psychological and emotional level. Like we start to believe we are responsible for like the non-consensual desires of men or like we have to play a role in preventing our own assault. Yeah. And 
it, it like kinda, I have to take the self-defense classes. Yes. I need to do all of this. Yes. And you could just just do just keep doing you. Like, yeah. like just, men, men, I don't see men like well, maybe maybe I'm not seeing it because it's like taboo for men to do this. Yeah. But you don't really hear about men therapizing themselves through shit like their own fucking mm-hmm. shit and demons, yeah. you know? Um, which I get it. There's like sometimes shame with like going to therapy and talking about your issues, especially if you feel like they're like dark, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just the fact that you – it's a sense of like maybe – loss and strength like you're not yeah like guys are supposed to be the strong ones yeah so going to therapy may kind of like i don't know deep not masculine ma- like, like demasculate masculine. them yeah, yeah. emasculate um, them. yeah like i do i i get that um which is not true but at the same time it it's should, not it's yeah, yeah it's a taboo it's a taboo it should not be there like in yeah. place and you know it's not an excuse mm-hmm. you know it's not just a convenient thing you can and i think that's why now it's very now therapy is popular, which I'm all for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, same. Um, and I'm really glad for that. But it, I, I basically feel like we as a like the the female the women of like the world yeah. <laughs> are going through constantly like the most profound gaslighting of all time mm-hmm. because it places the responsibility on us for like preventing it in the first place. And it places the blame on us. Like when it does happen, it's because, oh, you wore that. Or like, you know, did, did you, um, did you like egg him on or did you provoke him? Like there's always those kind of questions that come into play. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I looked back on some of like my sketchy experiences Mm -hmm. and even had the thought like, well, I shouldn't have worn that or I shouldn't have drank so much. Like, I shouldn't be thinking those thoughts when I like I was not involved in, you know, some mm-hmm. of the things that would take place. Like I'm I never ask, asking for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask for your attention. Like yeah. I don't want your attention, mm-hmm. you know. So it you know, it it does feel when I hear certain stories like Every woman's story is my story and a personal attack on another woman feels like an attack on all of us, mm-hmm. you know? And I just want to end my rant with a statistic that was published by the World Health Organization this week, which reads one in three million women globally, which is around 736 million, have endured physical or sexual violence in their lifetimes. Mm-hmm. That to me is just so disturbing. Like, when you realize you'd be hard pressed to find another woman who hasn't been on the receiving end of man waged harm, yeah. like that, that's tough to sit with, and it shouldn't be our burden to bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Agreed. and there's also this not hashtag not all men that has been trending in light of Sarah's murder, and it's, it's I've heard it before. It's not just this; it's just the whole Me Too movement in general. And I won't get into it because I can get into it. We'll, um, <laughs> we'll like dedicate an entire episode to that. <laughs> um, and although, yes, not all men abuse women or even inflict emotional harm, that doesn't mean that these same men aren't still part of the problem or are somehow exempt from working towards mm-hmm. changing culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to talk about my man's. Oh, you man's. <laughs> uh, my biggest crush, he actually just got engaged. So, congratulations, Daniel Sloss. <laughs> Um, but in, in one of his specials, 
He says, if you are sick of the narrative currently going on about men, feel free to change it, but you have to get involved. And then he later on talks about when one in 10 men are shit Mm -hmm. and the other nine do nothing, they might as well not fucking be there. Being good on the inside counts for absolutely fuck all. You have to actively do good and get involved. If I'm 100% honest with myself, there were signs in my friend's behavior over the years towards men that I ignored. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. My man's is, is wise. <laughs> <laughs> He's woke. He's woke. And um, the part, <laughs> the parts where um, – like uh the uh the inside counts for absolutely fuck all mm-hmm. uh he's british you guys yeah. so if you could just imagine him saying oh that. he's scottish oh he's scottish, he's scottish oh yeah. i'm sorry my man um yeah he has like such a sweet like scottish mm-hmm. accent and like that was like his scottish coming out like, you guys ab- just watch absolutely so fuck good. all it's so good yeah um but yeah, I yeah. agree completely. I mean, I'm, yes. I call myself out too with like like girls versus girls. Like yeah. I feel like I should call out yeah. when I see something unjustified mm-hmm. and I have partaken in it and yeah. I, I wish I got called out more. Like, oh, totally. So we're all learning and evolving. Mm-hmm. I just like, yeah, if, if we know what's, what's bad is yeah. bad, let's slowly work to. Yeah, and let's just, you know, commit to a process of, like unlearning mm-hmm. bad habits, like just because you're, you know, friends like to talk around and like, uh, or sit or, sit around and talk about like the women they've smashed and like yeah. totally like degrade them with language, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, doesn't mean that you have to partake and like you can, you can be the change. Like you can yeah. play an active part in changing the male narrative. Like we don't expect you to recite like, oh, like the quotes and like all this research or whatever, like every single time, but maybe right. just be like, Hey man, that's actually not cool to say. Yeah. Or, just be open to yeah. it at least. Yeah. Just having those conversations is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on a wider note, but still kind of heavy because our world is dying. <laughs> I watched Jane Goodall, the hope on Disney plus this week. And when I tell you, this made me cry like a fucking baby. I do love Jane. <sighs> it was beautiful. Her relationship with the chimps, it's one of understanding and compassion. And God, there is just nothing she would not do to save for those babies. Yeah. yeah. Like, Her Instagram, I don't know if there is a way that you can track like how long you spend on someone's instagram i feel like jane is probably one of them because like i like every single freaking chimpanzee post oh, i don't know i i love, I love it love yeah. love and she's just so passionate about saving the chimpanzees and the world mm-hmm. and you guys this woman dr jane mm-hmm. at 86 years old she's still active in her conservation efforts she's traveling she's attending conferences She's like saving the environment. She's truly living her life's purpose. Like, and this is the reason why she's here. This drive fuels her and she will not stop until she is gone. Like she said that verbatim in the documentary, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like she was like, I'm going to do this until I die. I love women. Empowerment. And ugh, this woman, like it showed her. at So it showed her. Now, mm-hmm. at 86 years old, 
traveling, like on these super crazy intense, like travel schedules where she would have like a six hour layover layover in the airport. And like, she'd be like trying to sleep comfortably in the airport chairs. Like, and she, she is a tiny frail, like old woman. Like, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, she's amazing. She's just astonishing. Mm -hmm. I, I can't, I cannot believe it. Like she is an example that we all should aspire to, to and to be. Yeah. And I don't even do the things that she's doing now at 86. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you, I, you're not while into chimpanzees. No, <laughs> not even. <laughs> I love the monkeys. Um, that's not true. <laughs> I love a personal attack on the monkeys is a personal attack. <laughs> um, but I mean, like the. the the intensity with which she lives her life, I'm not doing that to any degree, like, at all. Like, in a- any one area of my life, I'm definitely not doing that right now at 29. Well, we could. We could. We could, but I choose not, not to because things. I'm a lazy dumbass. <laughs> no, women empowerment. Oh, uh, sorry. We, are, I can't, we were just I can't. tired at that time. Yes. But now we have. Now I have. Look at what we're doing. Yeah. We're, see, we're making a podcast mm-hmm. where I feel like I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Right. That's something to celebrate us. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're going to get into body image and social media and its damaging effects on the women's psyche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do want to thank our listeners because we had a ton of engagement um, with all of the questions we posted on Instagram. So we really appreciate you guys. Our first question was, do you think social media creates a standard for women's body slash beauty that is almost unattainable? And 96% of you said yes. 4% said no. Um, You're canceled. (laughs) And (laughs) speak. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Who are you? No, but really, I am really curious. No no judgment, of Mm -hmm. course. Like, I'm super open to everyone's opinions. But I am curious for those of you who did respond no to that. Shoot us a DM. Like, yeah. let's get a conversation going. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Peter wants to know. Like, <laughs> Peter is dying to know. Let's open a dialogue. And we you know? did get a direct message from one of okay. you. Mm-hmm. And you did mention, like, there are different – there's a lot more body positive posts and yes. all of that yeah. um, that show it. And we I acknowledge that completely because mm-hmm. I agree that there is definitely more body positivity out there. And it's yes. great. I think it is unrealistic in general that unattainable edited pics will ever be gone. Like they're yeah. they're here to stay, guys. Yeah. It's it's like a mo- ours is like the same modified like mm-hmm. pretty that like the fifties probably had their own too. So it's right. like there's always a better comparison that we're always gonna do. Yes. Um, but I think it's our job to kind of focus where we want our attention, like like acknowledge that fake photo, appreciate it because that's that's great. Yeah. But then hype up and root for the unedited yeah. realness. And then yeah. if you can't, and you could change your out. Al- Honestly, my algorithm has slowly changed. Like mm-hmm. used to be like maybe some of the Kardashians show up, find yeah. a bunch of like the TikTok recipes, and yeah. now it's more like oh this like art and like body positive yeah stuff. So and, like there really is a science behind. Um, the algorithm, like I know it's this like 
whoa, like mystique thing, yeah. like the algorithm. But like it's proven, everyone knows this, like mm-hmm. the pictures that are liked and like you comment on yeah. and you repost or you tag or whatever, like they get more limelight. Yeah. Like they're, they float, tend to float to like the top of the feed. Just you know? like humans, our algorithms are very sensitive <laughs> yes. and understand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we don't really have to say much with regard to this one because mm-hmm. the fact that 96% of you acknowledge this is a yes speaks volumes. Yeah. Like, I want to say this about the overwhelming majority of pictures and videos we see on social media. Like, obviously, they're filtered. Mm-hmm. They're angled. They catch the light just right. Mm-hmm. They're posed. They are even Photoshopped and then presented on a platform where people like preach living authentic authentically like it's such a contradiction to me um and it's not even that I have a problem with them like posting those Mm -hmm. heavily edited filtered pictures in the first place it's the spin and the manipulation like um this this is what causes young girls and even boys who haven't lived without social media to just consume these images as if they're gospel and all they think is I don't I don't like me like I don't look like that you know and when the reality of the situation no one looks like that Mm -hmm. like even the people the if it's like a selfie that's a picture of themselves they don't even look like that (laughs) I know I don't look like some of my pictures on my personal phone because I edited them so I can like that and we've all and you know what sometimes I do wish I had like my nose a certain way so maybe I will filter something (laughs) so let's get real (laughs) And, you know, I just think, why do we feel the need to censor our our natural bodies? Like, as if it's inappropriate or unfit for human consumption. Like, if you think about it. If you see it happens, you're like, I feel like the the comment that kind of has a little, like, jabs me in a certain way is, like, when people have a normal picture of themselves, maybe in their bikini and their answer or their comment is, wow, you're so brave. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that's a double uh, is that a real compliment yeah, it's like a backhanded compliment yeah like what do you mean by that exactly yeah you know? like posting like your nat your body in its natural state you shouldn't be like getting an award for that like that's why our society is so fucked up mm-hmm. like uh we just have a lot of work to do yeah um but yeah i just it bothers me that we feel the need to change ourselves so that it's more like palatable for other people. Mm-hmm. And like, I acknowledge social media has the power to do a lot of good. Like we've seen that happen. Um, but it also has this very dark side where it's damaging, particularly to our mental health and body image because of the way mm-hmm. it idealizes beauty. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say that I don't, I don't also do these things. Of course, I don't have the strength to post a picture of myself without a filter because like I do fear that my raw textured face is too much to stomach. Like, you know, Sarah, I'm I, looking at your face right now stop with it. texture. It's perfect. What about this pimple I picked? It, I love it. Okay. You know what? Character. <laughs> but you know, I do, I do. 
I have self-esteem. Like I know I say that I, I feel the need to post mm-hmm. filtered, but I do have self-esteem. Like I do think I'm beautiful. Like even with acne scars and freckles and cellulite, like that is beautifully human. Like we are beautifully imperfect and I shouldn't experience shame at the thought of showing that to the world, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's like on a mental level. Like it's almost like we're programmed, you know? And Cause we're programmed. We're man. our own worst critic. <laughs> I sound like a fucking like hippie. Like the government is. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. So the next question we asked was: Do you think men are equally objectified in the media? Twenty-seven percent of you said yes. Seventy-three percent of you said no. So I think, hell no, next question. (laughs) No, I think they are objectified, but not in the many, many ways a woman is. Like, yes, they are. I'm not, like, I'm saying it. They're um, superficially, I think it's mainly height with guys. And, like, package. (laughs) Those are their two. Yeah. Um, I I will say I think um, abs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Body, height, Washboard abs. abs. Yeah. And then – hair like i think male pattern baldness is like more of an issue than people realize i like bald guys i love Ooh, i like actually i like any guys with hair or no hair (laughs) are you breathing you come date me no we need to have a higher standard um but i love the look of like a long Mm -hmm. lumberjack beard you were and a bald head yeah actually (laughs) i remember one time i think it was like me and ashley went to go meet you at like some bar club uh-huh. place yeah. Yeah. and you told us who you you, you who you liked like yeah. his name but we you didn't tell us a visual yeah and like we just see this one guy pop out with like bald and he had the longest scruffy beard like <laughs> and we we're like that's Sarah and then you immediately were like yeah that's him <laughs> like, <laughs> no I'm curious which I'll tell you off. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. That is my type. Um, yeah. Which I I could see it. I yeah. Anyways, let's objectify <laughs> let's objectify men. Let's stop more. complimenting them. <laughs> like telling them. No, no, I'm real. We, we are a part of the problem right now. Yeah, we are obje- Okay, we need to stop yeah. you guys. No. See? I I love the brains. Always the brains. <laughs> the strength. <laughs> The the fortitude, the brave, brave, the brawn. <laughs> um, hey, I'm sorry. What? Like I just like want the day a guy to just like come up to me from seeing me from across the bar, yeah, and just come up and be like, you know what? I really like your intelligence, <laughs> <laughs> or not even that. Just something super specific, like you know what? I like that you do knit in the dark in the middle of the night. <laughs> the look back is like just something so random and i'm like yep you're the one and then and then he wasn't (laughs) um i'm not gonna lie though like when i was on the dating apps and stuff Mm -hmm. um i saw a lot of profiles with these men claiming to be six feet plus Mm -hmm. but the reality was a little different yeah that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) um but i think the fact that men also deal with this, it's another symptom of social media. Like, um, women should not be made to feel insecure about their shape or weight, just like men should also not be subjected to the same treat with, treatment with regard to their height. Um, and yeah, the whole package thing, like mm-hmm. we all, we all know how much a man is, 
packing is glorified and we've seen those Calvin and size Klein. doesn't matter sorry yeah no well, is that objectifying oh no okay. you know what I'll just say I'll just say this like I think it matters more what you can do with it yeah than how much of it you have and that's a true statement with a lot of things mm -hmm. in life yeah like what else <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, 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 next. it does. It yeah. does. Yeah. We just can't think of, but there's plenty of it. There, there. We will <laughs> do a poll. Yeah. But you know what? In those Calvin Klein boxer brief campaigns, like mm -hmm. they use props. Like, come yeah. on. That's not a real. And the lacrosse team stop playing. That's a cup. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. We get it. We get okay. It. We're on to I you. <laughs> So our next poll question was, what do you think makes a woman beautiful? Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to argue uh, James, what's his name? James. Yeah, beautiful. James Blunt. Blunt. Yes. And a high face. And a crowded place. And I don't know what to do. And all that. Bobby, where yeah. yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. But yeah, what, what do you think makes a woman beautiful? So a lot of you answered confidence. Yes. Like within your answer. Pretty much like, everyone contained yeah. the word confidence. Confidence or some en like energy, kindness. Like those were, or her brain. Mm -hmm. Those were the ones that popped up. And mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd also like to suggest that what makes a woman beautiful is just existing. <laughs> yeah. Because even if you do struggle with self-esteem or confidence or body image, like you're still beautiful and that deserves to be recognized. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the gist of your response is that beauty has everything to do what's with, with what's within. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Confidence, kindness, intelligence, humor – her energy, sense of self-love. Mm -hmm. We loved it. I loved it all. It was, we agree. It was beautiful. Yeah. We thank you. <laughs> and James Blunt, we thank you. We thank you. You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, our next question, what's one way you can celebrate your body every day? So I like having morning dance parties. Ooh. Is it to Gaga? It's to, yes, it's like Gaga, pretty much it's Lizzo, it's mm -hmm. every, all of them. Demi all Lovato, them. Demi Lovato holding Ariana Grande's hand, holding Britney Spears. Britney Spears, and then Zendaya's like lifting them oh. up. Oh my God. Oh. Beautiful. Can we like make a sculpture of that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kathy's the artist here, so can you make a sculpture of that? Yeah, I give it back. They're just like blocks because I don't know how to like. Do it's just like sculpting. it's just like uh like ceramic dildos. Like. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so um, I have little dance parties, yeah. and you do get like in it. Like, there's a way when you dance and you just throw your yes. back out. You know, and like that like ugly dance. Oh, I've like, sneezed fun. and thrown my back out before. Yeah, oh. like, <laughs> yes, I get down yes. when I dance. Yeah. So dance, and then also if I want to feel a little better, like I do feel like if I play dress up with myself, mm -hmm. that sounds like I'm a 29 okay. It sounds like dolls. I, well, I, I'm You're the doll. the doll. I'm the doll. 
But sometimes I'll go in my closet with nowhere like to go, but I'll just be like, I'm gonna try yeah. this outfit. Yeah. I'm gonna go look at myself in this outfit in the mirror. <laughs> and then, I'm gonna have a conversation yeah. with myself. I'm gonna take me on a date. <laughs> well, you know what this, this girl deserves a purse. <laughs> this reminds me of the book I Like Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for those of you who don't know about it's this book, book, it's iconic mm-hmm. with a K, a yes. capitals, all like exclamations. <laughs> um, this was my favorite book as a child. I like me, me. and it's the tale of a little girl who's a pig. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, never mind. This is not my favorite book anymore, and I'm on to you. Whoever the male was that wrote this book. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it's really, really cute. It's sweet. We'll I post a picture of it. On I feel like every time IG. I used to get drunk, like when I was, you'd super... read the book. No. Oh. <laughs> oh yes. I should. You'd read it. To I yourself. should. But my, I always like have these random like tattoo ideas for myself oh, and I'm yes. always like, I'm going to get this. And I think there yeah. was one point I'm like, I'm going to get drunk, get a pig tattoo that says, I like me. <gasps> I like <laughs> me. <laughs> But no, I, I love it, but also it's a very bad idea, I, I think. <laughs> Plastered on my forehead. Um, but yeah, I have that book here, guys. I know. Uh, I, I saw it one day and I flipped out. Didn't I get so excited? Yeah. I was like, Kathy, this was my favorite book as a kid. Um, yeah, same. I think dance is so important. Mm-hmm. Singing. Yeah. I, know that, I know that I'm – not not really much a way to like celebrate my body, but I celebrate my throat. <laughs> um, but yeah, dancing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah dancing. <laughs> I think just like movement in general. Movement was actually in a lot of your responses. Mm-hmm. Um, we got stretching, yoga, working out. Someone even said getting up to take a shower. And I appreciate the honesty and the boldness. We love it. Um, I think also doing things that celebrate feminine energy is important. Mm -hmm. Like Kathy told me about this pole dancing documentary on Netflix. And it's really good. It's it's like profound. I didn't realize how deep. I didn't realize I was going to cry. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I sobbed. <laughs> but I, I actually really want to try pole. With no, you. I've always wanted to. Yeah. Try. Okay, let's do it. Um. So, yeah, pole dancing, I think, is a great way to kind of, like, celebrate your feminine side. I feel like it's slowly going to turn. I said just to dance, and it's slowly going to turn into, like, crossfit. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, because you're already slowly building it, Sarah. You said that, and then you're like, pole dancing takes more energy. And I'm like, oh, God. oh gosh, we're getting closer and closer to exercise. <laughs> I think it's inevitable. I think we're going to be, like, just forced into crossfit one day. Um. <laughs> Dare I say another way that you can just like celebrate your body and your um your what's the what's the yoni 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 yeah. there's a yoni don't they call it yoni your your pussy your vagina oh. what you celebrate <laughs> you know celebrate yourself um is just by masturbating I think like you know um above all else some of you might agree positive Mm self-talk that like honors your uniqueness is really important too this could be like affirmations in the mirror or like what you said dressing up for yourself yes um 
or just like reminding yourself, use a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm on my period right now. And instead of getting stuck on the negative and how painful it can be, I just celebrate the fact that my body gets to bleed yeah. because I'm capable of carrying, creating life. Like I know that sounds really cheesy, but like it's that reminder every time I bleed every month, like mm-hmm. there's going to be a point in time where like I won't bleed because I will be creating the life mm-hmm. and the, that sustains. <laughs> I'm trying to be all <laughs> I can see you like holding your baby. Like, I'm like holding the baby like Simba. Um, like, someday I said, you will give life. <laughs> But no, I, it's not, it's not, okay. I don't want to sound, I don't want to trick people. It's not like I'm like, oh, thank you so much that I get to have a period. Yeah. It's not like that. You don't get to but, your knees like, thank you so much. <laughs> but I do, I am aware of the fact mm-hmm. that I bleed because I can produce children. Yeah. You know, and that to me is just so damn powerful. Like it reminds me of my strength as a woman. Um, and I, I really have an appreciation for like these real mom posts lately where women are revealing their postpartum bodies, mm-hmm. not only for the sake of just complete transparency, but they are celebrating what they have accomplished. Like yeah. these, these stretch marks are like scars. They're reminders of the life that I created, you know? And I think that's just such a like beautiful way of perceiving something that society has once deemed as like hideous. Yeah. I it's like, that. it's like we're reclaiming those those things yes. it feels good so the next question are you generally happy with your own body and if not where does it stem from so for me no <laughs> and same yeah, and i admit i compare myself constantly like uh-huh. i generally i just right now no but i have had moments where i'm like yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i don't think i told you guys this, but I did have a period of time too, where I did have an eating problem. Mm-hmm. And I did talk about it in therapy. And even though it was in high school, she was able to like, kind of make me relive it, like the feelings. And she says that it was a control issue for the most part. And it makes mm-hmm. sense because I do remember that time I felt some things from at home weren't going how I want and yeah. like just other random stuff that weight yeah. eating became a version of control yeah um yeah so i can say that at the end of 2016 and 2018 i was in my best body Mm -hmm. um i had really dark well i want to acknowledge like you're always in your best body thanks sarah (laughs) (laughs) uh before this question (laughs) but i would say 2016 to 2018 I had, I think those were the most like changing years, like Mm -hmm. life changing at that time to your, your growth and all that. But Mm -hmm. so I had really dark moments, but I had great ones, but I felt that when I was sad, I can at least say I had my body. Uh And again, going back to in high school when I, it was a control thing. Yeah. Um, And I don't want to be conceited, but I fucking worked out so much. I ran two half marathons, a marathon. I got into indoor rock climbing. Like I loved it and it did bring me happiness, but I knew there was like an undertone Mm. of like me always wanting to have that control. Yeah. So fast forward now, um, everyone's had a really hard time 
this year. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Oh. It's okay. A part of me thought that this time being depressed, that I would have that control feeling and get mm -hmm. back into working out really hard and yeah. getting back into the motions of keeping yourself busy. I just thought like this time being really sad. Yeah. I would just bounce back like how I did during 2016 and 2018. Like mm -hmm. I was really sad, but I like worked out. Yeah. And I feel like this time I don't have like, I don't want to sound conceited, but like, I don't have that body to hide behind. Because mm -hmm. back then, I'll just look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh, I actually look good. And this time, like, I know we joke about gaining weight, but sometimes it really does hurt. Yeah. Because there's just uh, obviously like other parts. Yeah. That I don't tie. Um, yeah. That you don't talk about. But yeah. And I know. And I think, like, yeah, there is kind of like a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. But it does hurt. Yeah. Like, you know, that I think those jokes, you know, mm -hmm. that we make at our own expense, like it it comes from like a little bit of a self-deprecating place. Like, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't if like I told you guys I love myself with every yeah. like inch of my being. Like some days I don't like myself and a lot of the time it has to do with the way I look. Like and I don't know why I devalue myself mm -hmm. in that way. Like I have so many other, um, like I am, I, I, I am beautiful, beautiful. Like I don't think yeah. I'm hideous or anything like that, but I don't know why I focus so much on things that like don't really matter. Like I have all these other qualities about myself and I don't choose to focus on them. Yeah. And again, I just think it's like our society and the way that we've been treated like as women, yeah, <laughs> you know, I think it's impacted us on a very deep emotional, mental level mm -hmm. to where like, we shouldn't have to feel this way. Like, yeah. Why do we place so much emphasis on the way we look? Like, why do we let that dictate our like entire mood or mm -hmm. experience, you know, but it does, it permeates like every inch of my life. Yeah. Like, cause I can say the same thing. Like, I, you know, I, there was a time where I was more proud of my body. Uh -huh. And even when I wasn't happy, You're it's like, like my body, have at least I have that going for me. And that's sick. Like, know. you know, and I, I think the same thing to myself now, but mm -hmm. opposite. Like some days I, I have these thoughts like, yeah, I did this good today at work, but like, I don't feel good about my bot like yeah. sometimes I turn it in the opposite direction like I use it as an excuse to like make myself feel sad like mm -hmm. I focus on it when you know I, yeah anyway it's hard sometimes it's hard to like verbalize our experience yeah it's like ingrained in us it's like a part of who we are and no. yeah it's but working on it <laughs> <laughs> and I am hoping to get over this and I know I can and do it in a healthier way. Yeah, we all But can. right now, I'm just trying to focus on, you know, a 20-minute workout is okay, Kathy. Mm -hmm. It's fine if you don't finish it. And no workout is yeah. okay. And too. it's also good to freaking let go. Like, I yeah. just need to learn how to let go. Yeah. Again, it's I feel like it's not just like a body image thing for me personally. It's like the control issue part. But that's yeah. for you, Lisa. This, this or Lindsay. Be... I, haven't, 
I haven't seen her in so long. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was your therapist. That was my therapist. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Thanks for sharing, Kathy. I think thanks, guys. That, and that's the reality. And thanks, of Merlo. Thanks for <laughs> like. It's not just always going to be like positivity mm -hmm. and sunshine and like that. This is our reality, and you know we just speak from a very raw place. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like we had a mix of pretty honest answers. Um. Those of you who said you aren't happy with your own body image mentioned that it had roots in social media, your own negative self-talk about your imperfections, and even in your childhood. Um, and one thing I do want to touch on with the childhood part are that kids are extremely impressionable. Yeah. And if you as a parent aren't like if you're picking apart the way that you look, or making fun of your cankles in front of your child, <laughs> who is an extension of yourself, that seed of doubt will be planted in their heads. And they too may either one, adopt the same harmful tendencies of like judging themselves mm -hmm. that way, or two, um, think I have the same calf ankle as my mom. And if she thinks she's ugly, maybe I am too. Uh, and in my experience, like when certain shit is shoved in your face at a young age, it's basically here to stay. <laughs> um, and it does require years of healing work and self growth and changing your patterns to undo. And I feel like when, or if I do become a parent, it's my duty to end the cycle of harmful self-talk because that negativity, like <laughs> It just permeates in every aspect of your life. Like mm -hmm. literally this conversation that we're having, like I'm very aware of my body and my <laughs> weight. <laughs> like I, I'm just in sweats, like sitting here with a friend, like a best friend who would never judge me, but I still am very aware of <laughs> myself. And that's not fair. <laughs> it's just not. So we need to do better. <laughs> um, but this was also reflected in some of your answers. Like, even if you haven't always been happy with your body image, you've learned to love yourself. Like, it, it is a process. Yeah. Um, so I think my answer to this question would be, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> no. No, I'm not fully happy right now, but I'm working on it. We're working on um, it. <laughs> I'm definitely not at my lowest point, like, which was a time where I felt so desperate that I was stuck in this cycle of restricting, which then led to binging and purging and like hating myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also not at my peak confidence level, which I felt like in the beginning, middle of 2019. Like, I don't even want to be or look like other people. I want to be that version of myself yeah. when I was just, like, high on life and super confident and very self-aware. And I just had so much drive and energy. I was emotionally very healthy. Um, 
And I think for me, the issues I've had with body image throughout my life come from childhood and knowing I was different. Like now, now I like being different, but mm-hmm. then I didn't like, I didn't want to be different. I wanted like, to fit. I wanted to fit yeah. in. Like I wanted to be like, I wanted my else. hair to look a certain way. Yeah. I wanted the stylish woven belts. Do you remember the woven yes, belts? Yes, I do. I remember those. <laughs> the little butterfly clips. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was very aware of that because kids are just very brutally honest and they will alienate you for any small like deviation mm-hmm. from the pack. Um, and I know that also media and tabloids had a lot to do with my experience because I remember clipping pictures mm-hmm. from like um, from like the those magazines, like OK Magazine and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it was like Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton and gluing them in my diary and glamorizing how skinny they were. Um, And then with the birth of social media, it's like constantly in our faces what the world perceives as beautiful because we're only like predominantly exposed to those kind of images on our feed. And yeah, I just feel like we have a long way to go. Mm Mm-hmm as a society and the fact that body image, like there's a negative aura around it for so many women says something really wrong about the way that we're doing things. Yeah. Our next Instagram poll was if you could change the way women are portrayed in the media, how would you? Um, We actually had a lot of great feedback Mm -hmm. on this one. One of you guys said actual relatable female friendships, like what's shown on Broad City. And I cannot agree. That, that like response wins of every response there ever was. Um, You win no money because we have no money, but (laughs) prize. You can listen to us for free (laughs) on wherever you subscribe, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, uh, Spotify. Wow. Was that good? You That was really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's simply a genius show. And I hope every Ilana finds her Abby. And every Abby finds her Ilana. Kathy, I, I really feel like we're Ilana and Abby. Like both. I feel like I'd be Abby because I have anxiety. Oh, I'm Ilana for You're sure. You're Ilana. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I feel like I have anxiety about everything and anything and i'm crazy and you are the fun one no <laughs> yes it's true we all have levels of Alana. <laughs> i'm like are you sure we should do that <laughs> i don't think that's a good idea um no we should make a podcast let's all go <laughs> no kathy you you started this movement anyway um so we also have more inclusivity with body types on reality TV, especially Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Girl, yes. Um, more diversification in the media, highlighting all shapes, sizes, women of color, orientations, and gender identities. Amen, sister. Yes. And another one of my favorites was to talk about a woman's talents and what they have accomplished. Because we all know, let's just be honest for a second. Mm-hmm. The metrics of a woman's worth is heavily appearance-based. Yeah. And that 
needs to change for us and future mm-hmm. generations. And I have to say, one of my favorite things to do on YouTube yeah. <laughs> is I'll Google like um, interviews where like the woman takes charge of the conversation. Yes. And it's always like the celebrities on the red carpet being asked like, what are you wearing? And they're like, did you ask the guys that or something like yes, that? Or like, oh, it. who are you going home with tonight? And then Taylor says so something like, I'm going to see my cats or some <laughs> shit like that. But and she called her out too. She was like, is that really the kind of questions you're asking? Oh, there's one. Okay. Ariana Grande, I just think is a wholesome, yes. really okay. great person. I'm invested. Um, she, she did a radio <laughs> show and the guy was like, if you were stuck on an island or something like, I'll put the real clip. Or yeah. If you're stuck on the island, would you be able to live with your cell phone or makeup or some stupid superficial shit Are like this. Fucking kidding and me? that's the she, best they could come up what with. What she said was what? like, that's all you think that we're good for makeup and like on our phone. Do you think we'll be just You contribute yeah. nothing else to society. I don't know. And just how she said it. And then she had a little clap back that I wish I remember right now, but it yeah. was something on lines of like, Oh no, you guys, we need to learn. Oh, because, um, the guy was like, listen, ladies, listen to Ari or some shit like that. And then she was like, Gross. no, you guys listen. You guys, like, whatever. You go, girl. Yeah. So yeah. all for it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, embarrassing to me. And I saw your face with such disgrace. And I don't know what to do. Because I don't want to hang with you. Because you're so embarrassing. Get it? <laughs> um, what, what happened to you this week that was really embarrassing? So now, okay. <laughs> right now, okay. you guys, I have had the worst allergies. So I took a couple of Benadryls tonight, <laughs> plus wine, a good amount, felt myself. And mm. so, yeah, this, there are parts in, of this episode that I do never want to relive. I thought you were about to say there's parts of this episode I don't remember. <laughs> yes. Which is also probably it's that, true. It's very true. So I'm... There's gonna new and more new and improved me <laughs> next episode. You're forgetting how and to speak. Good night. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, I got a question. Does mm-hmm. anyone else go on the DoorDash app for fun? Me. Like it, this whole like episode, you, I was doing that. Is that what you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was just like looking at them. Like DoorDash to me is is a video game. I do, I don't it use is. games on my phone, but I open that thing and mm-hmm. like I add to my cart and like the combination. Like I try to I try to find the places where like if I order a minimum, it weighs <gasps> as yes, many fees you as see, possible. You, okay, it's a weird game. Okay, what? Okay, I feel like no, we're gonna sound so dizzy or whatever. Come on. But, give it to me. So I'll give myself a price point, like okay. $35. Oh, my God. Is this like the price is ready? <laughs> because 35 like you said, it's like um, without – like you don't pay the – The service the charge. Service, yeah. Whatever. And yeah. so I try to get as close to it as I can. Yeah. So I'll mm-hmm. like add – and like the closest I got was at a convenience store. I didn't we, – we don't purchase these guys. We just play with it. Yeah. But I was 17 cents – over like that like a little bit over you're just like nope sorry kathy loser <laughs> you don't get it. 
but that was my proudest. Yeah. So <laughs> no, like I'll, I'll add items to the cart and then throw up at like the 10 plus dollars in yeah. service fees and surcharges and delivery shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. Why is there a delivery fee when you tip them? For the like app who goes to the de- okay so yeah, the delivery fee the goes app. to the app directly i don't know this is just speculation yeah but i always wondered like okay i want i want like a spreadsheet mm-hmm. of the explanation of these fees and where but they come from and who gets credit for it doordash we admit we love it because we use it we a do. lot but we wouldn't mind if they sponsored <laughs> us <laughs> but something to keep in mind is that i would just because I did talk to like the, this local like Thai place like yeah. across, and he's like, "No, it's actually we we rather you call us directly in uh-huh. order because DoorDash like takes I think oh they take a percentage I'm sure yeah yeah so that's why like before you besides the major stores like Domino's and all of those <laughs> if you can call yeah. call the place and ask if they can just like deliver or pick up yeah come on pick up okay. pick it up guys i take it back well i kind of do so on doordash as a sponsor but yeah also support your local eateries Both. And restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i just think it's funny because i texted kathy one night and i was like do you ever do this on the doordash app and she was like oh my god yes doing it right now <laughs> and I, I i just think it's funny that other people have the same experience like mm-hmm. Well, we talked me, about this. Sorry, real. We talked uh, about this with like Tupperware. Do you yes. remember we like randomly bonded over the same restaurants yeah. Tupperware and we save it. This Thai and restaurant. Like, See, we need to talk about these random stuff we do because it's we very do. normal. Yeah, this is how people connect. Yeah, they play on DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like to think that just you know putting the items in my cart but never actually placing the order mm-hmm. it's like an act of defiance against the man, like the the patriarchy. Or like the court corporate America. Yeah. And the one percent. <laughs> In conclusion, March is the month of the woman. May we support each other and encourage, love, and accept ourselves in every form. Let's flip the switch mm-hmm. and manifest empowerment and body positivity for all. I just want to end with a quote from Elizabeth Patch on psychcentral.com. Rejecting and critiquing what you see in the mirror changes nothing. Accepting and respecting what you see changes everything. And I think we all need to be reminded of that. We love you. And until next time. Bye. Bye.